It goes back to people trying to protect their own their own business assets because there's so much to lose from this mistake. The thing is that people get so caught up in the business, they forget about, about being humans. They forget about the humanity of acknowledging because, you know, they, they focus too much on what they're going to lose instead of and the whole idea of being vulnerable and owning up to your mistakes is a lot scarier than trying to make it go away and making it shoe and spending money on it. Beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> uh, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Awkward Tea Party, the place where Max and I, you know, awkwardly fumble through pop culture, clients, and talk about whatever we want. Today, Max and I have our well, Max definitely has a lot to say. I'm Jasmine Masters uh, and I have something to say. So, so yeah, I hope you're all doing well. It's been a, actually a pretty wild time for, uh, for I'm just going to go right into it, like for, for Asians, uh, Asian Americans, and Pacific Wild, wild times, wild times. But you want to take it away? I know, because I know I have take other topics in mind. Yeah, go ahead. You know what I want to take away? I'm hungry. Max. I'm hungry for justice. Oh. Segway. So anyway, so here's what I need to say. Ooh. Fuck white supremacy. <laughs> but for real. I mean, this has kind of like been triggered by like a lot of articles and like videos that I've seen, you know, everywhere. Like it's been in the news lately, thank God, finally in mainstream news. Because I used to be able to, I used to be only able to find news about anti-Asian violence on sites like Next Shark, like anything that's like Asian centric, like nothing on like MSNBC, not even NPR. My people at NPR don't report on my people. Got a bone picked to them. But yeah, and what was really like getting me fucked up where, you know, there's these like famous Asian people and half Asian people or less that are, you know, that never really revealed what kind of what kind of like what what kind of Asian the other half is. You know, probably you know, like it's just a like, you know, like it's safe to assume they're some sort of like racially ambiguous and that's actually how they get, you know, they get casted. Because they're like, oh, we can do whatever the fuck we want with you. We can cast in whatever role we want with you. You can be white, you can be not. But anyway, it kind of I saw it on the comment section because I like to doom scroll all the time. Comment section on an article about What's his face? The, uh, the guy that plays Reggie in Riverdale. Because he's clearly half Asian, but it's never been revealed Reggie. that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like, you know, what the Asian half of him is. So it was Korean. So he's finally like saying like, oh, you know, I'm half Korean. These are my Korean. This is my Korean family, blah, blah, blah. And one of the comments <laughs> that really just got me fucked up and they were like, oh, so now you say that because it's convenient and trendy to be Asian now. Bitch, let me uh-huh. tell you, I popped a vein. Here, here, and here. Because, like, you know, a lot of people, especially white people, the very privileged ones to begin with, don't understand that, you know, like, they don't understand or believe that there's this little thing called a model minority myth that was designed to pit minorities against each other. So everyone's new, like, so all these, like, privileged people are going to be like, oh, well, look at the Asians. They're successful. Why can't uh. you be successful? They're not white. Like, yeah, because we literally minimize our own problems and our own trauma just so we can just keep our heads down, keep working, and then be successful eventually. But not all of us become successful. Look at me. I'm here. You know, and there's this like, eh, eh, there's this kind of like internalized racism in a sense where a lot of these kids, especially if they're half, they try to minimize and like suppress like their Asian-ness as much as possible to be able to fit in, whether it's at school, like especially like younger, like when we were young, because like, you know, I've heard story, like I didn't grow up here, so whatever. But like, I've heard stories of like 
Asian kids that would like go to school with like udon and like, you know, this really, really delicious ass food mm-hmm. like back in the 90s. These fucking white kids are like, ew, what's that smell? Ew, that looks like worms. And then they're just like, well, I just want, you know, I just want pizza and like fucking bland sandwiches now because mm-hmm. that's what everyone's eating. And like, you know, it's it's a simple like it, it, it starts from like the simplest. What's that smell? Ew, that looks like worms into, you know, even in the workplace. It's just like, you know, what even are you eating? Like, what is that? And it's like. Like even like at, at my job, like I was eating, it wasn't, and it wasn't even like, it wasn't even Filipino food that I brought in. It was, it was Indian food. So that stuff was amazing. The whole office smelled amazing, but somebody walked in, literally looked right at me and said, what's that smell? I'm like, flavor. You don't know anything about that, do you? Flavor. Flavor. <laughs> and it was like, it was literally just, it was just Indian food. And, you know, and they're just like, oh, this office smells like food. I'm like, yeah, it smells like delicious. I'm like, unlike what you were having, microwave fish. Isn't that bad? It's terrible. Who microwaves their fish? Uh, idiots. I'm like, there's a whole oven in the kitchen. Turn it on. Put it in a fucking baking sheet. Bake that yeah. fish. Yeah, I, I don't cook, but I know I even know not to microwave my own fish. Okay, you cook. You don't cook, cook. But like, even then, I'm like a, a simpleton. <laughs> Enough to keep yourself alive. Thank God I had, like, you know, Jordan's mom told me, like, you don't do that ever. Yeah, don't, don't, don't <laughs> ever microwave any type of seafood, be it squid, fish, anything that come, came out of the ocean or the river. Yeah, I, 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 I never really, I never brought lunch through elementary school, but I, I don't, at least I don't recall experiencing the whole food thing growing up because mm-hmm. my, we had, we were lucky, lucky to get the whole lunch ticket thing. And I, I guess apparently that was like, if you were like a low earning family, right? Am I right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I, uh, I just thought that was technically good. like my family, I would have qualified for that my senior year in high school, like my only year in an american school in an american public school but my parents are like nah i'm like i could have had free pizza yeah i was <laughs> like, like dollar pizza or whatever i just thought that was normal all a lot of my or friends like 75 like, cents a slice like everyone in, at least in, as far as i know every kid in my class was, was under on that well yeah like, could have been that too because my my friend was on it and you know i'd like stand in line with him and he literally just would say this is my number and they just hand him milk pizza and i'm like yeah I, I, I still yeah. I still remember my sixth grade pin number for like for my oh lunch. My but yeah, I, I think my like I did again, I didn't have like the whole food like experience thing or whatever. Like most of the time, like I like I literally just either brought like a sandwich that, like my dad made or something because we didn't have time. We just didn't have time. Um, anyway, like my experience like in school, like when I was going up when I was in like my senior year, it was, you know, it started even before the school year started. I had to take because I wasn't born here. I had to take the English proficiency test so I can go to school so they can place me, whether they can place me in regular English or ESL. So <laughs> they told my mom, they told my mom it would have taken like a couple hours. And I was like, all right, text me when you're done. I was like, OK. So I sat there, breezed through the written part, sat down and like spoke to the proctor or like whoever was giving the like you know whoever was like overseeing the test and for the for the verbal portion and we were just having a conversation just like oh t- talk to me about this picture i was like all right so they're sitting on the couch watching tv it's probably storm outside because one of the kids is looking out the window and she was like are you sure you've never lived in the united states before your english is amazing i know they mean that as a compliment but it is not because when the school year finally started they placed me obviously in english 12 with the rest of the seniors that were not in esl this other kid behind me was just like wow your english is really good for someone not having lived here i'm like again not a compliment asshole and then also i've seen your essays your grammar 
and your spelling is appalling. How am I, whose English, like whose second language is technically English? Yeah. Even though I actually grew up like speaking it ish, like in tandem with everything else, not everything else, but well, you know, you know how uh, how is my spelling and my grammar? How are both of those things better than yours? Like, how do people spell could? You know, when they conjugate, when they when they combine could and have instead of c o u l d apostrophe v e for could have. Yeah, they put could of like. Oh, could yeah. and the word of of yeah. I'm like who raised you? Why are you insulting people whose second language is English? Like sit down and write me a fucking essay. Perfect grammar, perfect spelling, perfect punctuation, capitalizations, everything. And I'll uh, put you up against somebody whose like second language is English, who was taught to write before they spoke, and we'll see. Mm. So yeah, that was like it. And then I think the worst of it was people telling me what I'm allowed to identify as because I was just like, oh, I'm Filipino. So I also identified like, and I was like, same like, oh, Asians, blah, blah. There's like, you're not Asian. I'm like, how would you know? You white. <laughs> they were like, well, aren't you, aren't Philippines islands in the, in the Pacific? I'm like, yes. Also in Southeast Asia. I remember, I remember this debate actually happening a lot through like my Filipino American friends and mm-hmm. Filipino friends from the Philippines, and they would they mm-hmm. would actually have the debate uh, between them between uh, if they're Pacific Islanders yeah. or Indian people Asian. are Asian. So uh, yeah, it, it was and the way I was what I was told from my Filipino friends from high school is that they considered themselves Pacific Islanders because you know even though they were you know from the Philippines themselves, that's where I was confused for with for like a long yeah. time. No, we're Asian. And then there was this like, there was literally this white kid who was like, you're not Asian, you're Pacific Islander. I mean, look at you. I'm like, excuse me. And then they pointed at some kid who was Japanese. They were like, you don't look like him. I'm like, yeah, because he's Japanese. Like, yeah, he's Asian. Oh, shit. But they're also on the Pacific Island. So you, you only, the only Asians you know about are, so I like, I literally sat there. I was like, so the only Asians you know about are Chinese, Japanese, and Koreans. And, you know, and, you know, they, they were just like, no, like Thai people are Asian, Vietnamese people are Asian. I'm like, yeah. And then there was this kid who was Vietnamese. He was like, hey, come here. Where's Vietnam? Like Southeast Asia. Where's the Philippines? Southeast Asia. What do you know? What do you fucking know? Like if you actually watch like the Southeast Asian games, like we all we all just make jokes that like uh, yeah we're all interchangeable at this point. <laughs> we all just wear like different jackets or like to represent our different countries. Like yo, like we like especially like especially like in in countries like the Philippines and even Singapore. There's people in this in in Singapore that look more Indian. That there's. A lot more people that look more Chinese. There's a lot, a lot more people that look like us that look more Malaysian because it's so fucking diverse. Same thing with the Philippines. Like 333 years of Spanish rule. And then also there's natives that are still like, that still have been able to keep their like culture. There's, there's ones that, you know, look more Malaysian, the ones that look more Japanese, the ones that look more Chinese. Why? Because all these people tried to fucking colonize oh, yeah. them. I'm like, you know, it's, it's like, I felt like they were trying to, kind of take my identity and do whatever the fuck they wanted with it and it pissed me off but at the same time I was like and here's the thing like I think this is where it kind of goes into that whole like model minority thing because it's just like no I don't have it as bad as like black people or like Hispanic people like I've been like minimizing that because I mean technically yeah it's not that bad but like fast forward to now Mm -hmm. like you know people are saying like I've seen like you know People is like, nobody's hating on Asians. I'm like, they literally got shot at. And, you know, and like for me, like I still kind of like, I'm still guilty of like kind of like minimizing it a little bit. Just like, again, it's not as bad as like black people. I'm not fearing for my life when I leave the house, you know, even throughout all this, 
And I think it hit a little too close to home, but like not home, like nobody I know mm-hmm. and nobody around here where I am. But there's, you know, my favorite spot in, the, in New York, St. Mark's Place. Yeah. Right. There was I saw an article and a video of this woman who is Asian or of Asian descent that was getting that got assaulted on her way to a protest to protest violence against Asians. Mm. And it was, you know, it's the article said she was traveling to somewhere and then they uh, they gave an address like nearby. It's like 51 Astor Place. I'm like, wait, that can't be the Astor Place that I'm thinking about. I watched the video. It was right there, right by the Astor Place subway station where I get off to get to St. Mark's. And I'm like, God damn, that is my spot. And that happens there because I was like, I was like picky and choosing. I was like, oh, the next time I'm able to go to the city because like I'm halfway fully vaccinated, like after I'm fully vaccinated. And if I don't show like, you know, any sort of like two weeks after at least, like probably go to the city, shut up, probably (laughs) go to the city, you know, with my friends. And they're like, are you going to be okay? I was like, I don't know, I guess I'll just go to like the village or something because people are a little cooler over there. The, the, with the, the stats you sent me earlier, alarming. Yeah. I was like, it's my, you know, people are a little cooler, like on St. Mark's, like it's, you know, St. Mark's was my safe spot. And like, that was like the, one of the only places I never got bothered by anyone. And it's almost always packed because people just kind of left you alone. There's like, ah, she's chill. And then that happens like very close to there. So I'm just like, really, really? <laughs> and like, to the point that like, you know, my aunt bought like pepper spray, like it's getting bad. Shit. It's like people that like, you know, they're the ones that are also like pretty notorious for minimizing like Asian problems and minim- and minimizing like they're 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 pretty notorious for minimizing everybody's problems as the Filipino women that they are, but like you know even they're just like holy shit they're they're getting self defense like stuff and I'm just like yeah. sitting here I was like should I get more like I'm pretty sure the the old like keychain pepper spray that my friend gave me is pretty much I haven't used it they're in your your aunts are in New York right have they I have I have aunts I have a family in New York. But like the ones I'm talking about are the ones here, and there's one in like down down south, down south. So yeah, it's it's like fucking scary. Like I've never felt this scared before. Like I can like I, I was telling my friend, like I, I shared it to my friends, and like I was telling them, I was like, guys, I have never, you know, I've never felt that worried if I'm gonna be able to survive, not survive, but like if I'm gonna be able to handle myself alone in New York City until like now, because like. Yeah, because you, you often like you often just like, I, like don't hesitate to just is, go on your own. I, I never like hesitate to go on my own. And the thing is, like I told them like and I will quote myself. What did I say? I can handle a random creep that just wants to touch me. I don't know how I'll be able to handle someone that wants to kill me. Yeah, that's so I'm just like, yeah, different <sighs> intent and intensity. And it's just scary just thinking about. Yeah, because like someone trying to fucking bother me is fine. Someone trying to either kill me or like hurt me, hurt me is like that that's that that hits different like i don't you know like do i need to do i need to go back and train it's a scary thought and i don't even know if those gyms are open i know some i kind of wish you here because i know some places are actually like allowing like are taking students for their own self-defense stuff my mm-hmm. my sifu he's doing classes again oh you're- yeah and then oh. caught jamie she said she's doing aikido uh mm-hmm. it's a free class so yeah i it's you know it's crazy like just to think about it. And I honestly have a hard time putting towards my thoughts about it because I try not to think about it because it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I just haven't really thought about it much. I just know it, I'm, I'm aware of it, uh, the possibility of it maybe happening to me. But I think I also think I look like a lot of things to people. Like I, 
I could probably look a Hispanic or even more, or like a terrorist for some people because of my beard and long hair. Beard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I've gotten randomly checked plenty of times through TSA. Yeah. But either way, they're going to discriminate against you because you're brown. You're so some I, sort of brown. And then when they touch, when they touch me. <laughs> well, they got, but now, yeah. When the, my, my friends were like, asking, was like, uh, cause it, cause me and my friends pretty much almost got the same, like, you know, vaccination appointments were on the same week as each other. So like, we good. got ours this week and then, like three weeks later, you know, we're all going to get ours in like different days. And then we wait another two weeks until we're technically already fully vaccinated per the CDC. So yeah, a bit of info. You got to wait two weeks after your second dose or your one Johnson Johnson shot. I don't know what, what I'm getting. Yeah, if you're getting a two, you're probably getting a two dose one. It's if you're going to like a big site, they're not offering the Johnson and Johnson ones to big sites like that. that are. I think they're offering tequila or a shot. We were talking about like, you know, like what we were going to do first. Like what quote unquote normal thing, normal thing, obviously still masked and, you know, still trying to be a little safer, but like we can actually do other things now than just go to the woods. Yeah. And, you know, it's like go to New York, go get Korean barbecue. You can vlog it. No, I'll have have a camera on just for, you know. The photos. And also if somebody trying to come for me. Oh, yeah. Be like, internet, do your thing. But yeah, they were talking about like, you know, that they talked about going to the city. I was just like, maybe. How do I how do I make myself look less Asian? Because I've been you know and like because I mean you know there's there's a there's a town here in New Jersey called Dover and it's uh-huh. you know and there's and it's like very heavily like Puerto Rican Colombian it's like very heavily Hispanic it's a very heavily like Hispanic kind of town and somebody like people try to speak to me in Spanish there and I like get even that on a lot. and and like you know this is when I was going to college like when I first started I was barely wearing like makeup I would just like especially on days when I'm running late or it's or I have a super early lecture mm-hmm. it's just like I'll just slap powder on my face and go it's <laughs> <laughs> like a cloud <laughs> I know I'm ready <laughs> <laughs> or like there was one oh yeah when I was when and I was in LA I was taking the bus home from from Pasadena and you know this dude just kept talking to me like straight up in Spanish I'm like I understood a little bit of that but I can't respond to you in English so I hope you understand me because he was asking me questions and yeah, then there was uh, another guy that was like talking shit about me because I like, basically saying what kind of Mexican is she that can't speak that can't speak Spanish and then there's this older woman like next to her who's also Mexican was just like basically told her told her to shut the fuck up she's not Mexican so I'm just gonna hop onto the chat right here real quick because uh, I know she's probably, uh, probably no he's probably gone Jax appreciate you if if you ever watched the replay, Joey is, is saying, yeah, I wanted American food, but because my food wasn't pretty looking, definitely. It's the not Filipino food. Is. I remember bringing Indian food to my work. I think this is when you were talking about Indian food to my new workplace. And they were all curious in a good way, which it was, which I was happy about. Yay. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, I've, I've never, I don't know. I, it's, I've never experienced that part of like the whole food thing growing up. I remember like, I remember like the, the whole I thing seeing that, but I was also like, but it was, it was, I grew up in the first half of my life. I grew up in K-Town, which is. Yeah. What's everybody's. It's pretty diverse. So yeah. it was like, just, yeah, that, that kind of jokes were like far and few in between. Yeah. So I think uh, B-Rock asked, is saying, I wonder if I have still have a gym membership. I just do start doing calisthenics, B-Rock. I do it. So Emory doesn't need a gym. His house is a gym. Yeah. hundred push-ups. If there was no COVID, <laughs> parks are his gyms. I would much rather work out at a park and wait in the stinky gym. I'd like to, I'd like to be out in the sun where I can get sunburned and become brown-er. Brown-er, <laughs> patchy because you have baby skin. That's true. Uh, and Joey asked, did you, you ever get the same race racist? What, what does that mean? What? I think that's a question. You ever get the same race? Like if you racism 
in within your own race? I don't know. Like Asians being like, racist against each other? Same, same race yes. racism. Okay, there we go. I've been called a jungle Asian. I mean, I also lean into that because I fucking love that. For me, <laughs> for me. You're not oh. Filipino enough. You are too dark. Oh, I oh, get God. told. I, I, yeah, I get the whole dark thing. When, when I was, there was, you know, like a point in time, like obviously when, when I dye my hair, I have to bleach my hair. So it's like yellowy blonde. And then I had bangs before. And then I would wear my eyeliner like this. And then my, you know, I'd have like Filipino brows. would be like, what are you, Korean? I'm like, like, that's a bad thing. Yeah. like um, <laughs> Yeah. So Joey in the comments, he's saying, you're, you're not. Filipino, you're not Filipino enough. You're too dark. You can't make X Y Z food. You aren't Filipino. You don't speak Mandarin. You aren't Chinese. You're you too dark. Oh God, yeah, that's something my friend Justin had to deal with growing up in high school. He was really? a brown-skinned Chinese guy, and his, everybody thought he was Filipino or something. No, and then his family, like his family, would just look down on it because they looked down on dark skin. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, and I know I know the whole dark being brown is huge within Filipino culture. It was like because uh, like, the most like, whitening products. Yeah, I remember my mom like throughout middle school. I think I used it for a bit because I, like, oh, I was like, I guess it's here. I'll just use it. Whatever. <laughs> it's soap is soap. <laughs> That's me. That was me. Like soap is soap. So out of control in the Philippines to the point that there's this brand of feminine hygiene wash. I forgot what it's called, lactacid or something. I use it still, but like just the regular version. But apparently in the Philippines, they have a whitening one. I'm like, bro, are you trying to whiten your external genitalia like what what is the point and then they've rebranded a lot of whitening things to brightening like even in uh, even in, in korean in k-beauty like there's they have makeup like i have a foundation from a korean brand and i have the darkest shade that they have and it is still way too light so i still have to cover it up with like a i still have to because which is still kind of okay because like i contour and i like apply bronzer anyway so it like evens out to my actual skin tone but like if I, you know, if you're just skin matching it, if you're not like trying to contour, you're just trying to slap on some foundation and go, like that shit's gonna be way too light. <laughs> like this is the darkest they have. I think I, I came into like really liking my skin. I just don't. I think I'm gonna give credit. Yeah, to I don't that. really, I don't really care. I mean, I, I can tan. Like, I tan. I, like, I look good tan. I started liking it. Like when some people said, "Oh, like I like your skin color." I started getting compliments on it. Oh, is it the same? Is, like, is it like the same way where where if I say I like your I like your one shirt and you wear it like fifty times a day, like fifty times? Kind of like that. It was an opinion outside of my mom's. Is it, oh, like <laughs> like oh like or even family like oh you're getting so dark like bitch, I am the <laughs> I I am the darkness. <laughs> I am Batman. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think part of it I I think I'm gonna credit to it like when I was. I don't even remember when I started liking it, but but this one quote from the Bible or something like the whole pot, the, you know, the clay pot, the potter and the clay. A, I guess you know more about the Bible than I do because no, I've never heard of that. I, I, something about like the oh, fuck. I, I, I'm so butchering this this parable or something, but it was like something about the. I went to Catholic school. The, the pottery guy and the guy who's molding the clay pot doesn't question the the creator why he was made this way okay in a sense so and Your lady gaga born this way so yeah i was kind of like that i was like, like okay i'm brown like what's wrong with me being brown like i was like i like how Asian. i am and so i was like hell yeah like and i just started like, accepting it because you know aside from compliments and that it kind of that was kind of like my breakthrough of like yeah that. <laughs> i'm not talking about the, the satanic, satanic bible. bible though it very well, satan will encourage you to embrace yourself yeah, it's it's very interesting philosophies. Like I, th- I think if people actually read it, it's like more about the self in a sense. But like, uh, anyways, I'm like about to, 
I'm about to like butcher information. Stop talking about the Bible. But yeah, like, I mean, you know, like some of the stuff I'm like saying, it's kind of like kind of surface level, but at the same time, like, you know, and I don't know how kids are in school these days. I'm pretty sure kids from a more diverse neighborhood that go to a more diverse school yeah. are a little cooler about their friends being different looking because they're just kind of used to it because they grew up around. But like when we moved here to this part of New Jersey, it, my brother was the darkest one in his school. In his oh, wow. School. Your brother is pretty light-skinned compared to me. My, my Luke? Oh, he's yeah. Luke, sorry. Me, I thought you were talking about your older brother. He's lighter than the rest of us. And I'm the medium one, <laughs> I guess. I was going to say, but like we went to, like, you know, we went to his high school graduation and like literally there was just a sea Caucasians. <laughs> and then the, the Asians that were in attendance, like not even like graduating, like in the stands as family were adopted by white parents. Oh, wow. So there was one time somebody actually mistook me for somebody's adopted Chinese daughter. And they were just like, oh, it's just so great of your parents to adopt you. It's just, you know, it's just, I wish you could do that too. It just probably just feels really good to be helping someone in need. I'm like, ma'am, I'm 20. I mean, on the one hand, it's, it's nice that some people are doing that. <laughs> At the same but time, like, don't bro, assume. Am, don't assume that A, I'm Chinese. B, I am 12. I mean, I did look like I was 12. And I mean, see that and somebody had short. to, and I had to be adopted to be able to live here in yeah. this here fucking town. That had to be adopted by an angel of a white family. I mean, yeah, we live in like you know, we live on, we lived in like one of the apartments. It's just right on the main drive. But whatever, we live here. Mm. My brother goes to school here. Fuck you. Or anything else you want to add or continue, like a commentary about everything that's happening. Especially there was this one post that you had like about like. Don't F my Asian family and all that stuff. Oh, well, yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of, well, yeah, we're kind of circling back to like the first thing that I said about like, you know, someone saying that like, it's trendy to be Asian. Like, it's not trendy to get shot at, Karen, Gertrude, Walter, Kenneth. And it's like, funny. Sit down. Like, if you're not going to help, sit down. I don't fucking care. I don't care what you do. Just sit down. Yeah. It's funny because like the first thing I see on Instagram when I just randomly pop oh my up. God, that one. Is it is the like, racist woman that stood on an Asian guy on a bus? Instantly and he was it. just like, and he threw her off the bus. Oh my God, man. Where do people think that they get that it's okay? To well, this is why, well, this is why they've been, because that, that video is old. That, 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 this is why they've been targeting our elders, <clears throat> our elders. Because well, they're, they're vulnerable. Yeah. Because they think they're vulnerable, except for that one Chinese woman. And they kicked it. <laughs> I mean, the thing is like, yeah, that was like great. She was able to defend herself, but like, did it really have to happen? No, it, re it really didn't. Wow. And that's the thing, like, you know, that's like, you know, the, I'm saying I'm like, yeah, I can fight, I can defend myself, but like I've only been able to do that against random creeps at a bar, at a club, on the street. Like I haven't yeah. been, been able to try and defend myself from someone that actually legitimately like wants to hurt hurt me. It's different when someone has the and not like sparring either. It's like they legitimately just like want to end my existence. That's a scary thought. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What about Mr. Beast? What about Mr. Beast? Something happening with him? I'm gonna have to check real quick. Something uh, happening with him? Pause. Uh, having a Mr. Beast. Oh, about what? Let me see. What, what happened? I don't know. Apparently a scandal. I mean, I know David Dobrik. I know there's a, a yeah, I know David Dobrik. So, uh, Twitch streamer takes 10K from Mr. Beast to quit faint. There's that. Oh, there's a scandal. Oh. Mr. Beast offers refund after glitches spoil finger on app for some players. Oh, okay. 
That was not as bad as the other one. It's not David Dobrik, but it's not David. I kind of don't want to talk about it, and I don't either. It's because it's so. Wait, what? Are you are you sure? Is it wait, Joey? Is it about? uh, Is it Mr. Beast? Are you talking about the David Dobrik one? I mean, they both give away so much. It's David Dobrik. It is David Dobrik. Yeah, Mr. Beast. What's? I was like, God damn! Everybody, stop giving away money on YouTube. I mean, that's it's it's nice. It's clever. It's. You know, definitely great clickbait. Yeah, the whole David Dobrik thing is is. Uh, it's not even like done with yet. It's. Well, I don't want to talk about it. It's a little triggering too. Issue another release another apology today. I heard. So, which is better in 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 context of the recent the one after and in regards to me like going through my years of my fifty two weeks of anger management and therapy of like how what an apology really is. So I was like, he acknowledged some of it but not all of it and with the context of everything and i, I don't know if i'm gonna keep this in the real, full, full podcast but like it, it now it's like the timing is just terrible because he's releasing it after he loses all his sponsors so it's mm. like so you're doing it after you lose everything and yeah. that's a, it's unfortunate because i feel like for me like in my thing i had to i feel like i almost had to lose everything to get the lesson and then that's where you're truly sorry and i feel like that's where he's getting it he didn't lose he's not you know in the street he still got a house like and all that but a lot a lot of streams of forms he's not of on the street he's not in jail so. you know it's unfortunate he is like it's one of those things of like it's it's too late now you had plenty of chances to acknowledge it and especially what he tried to do prior was just like yeah. people are so good people are also going to be referencing the shitty apology that he put out earlier yeah it was very broad strokes like lawyer written yeah so and then in, in my head do you ever okay do you ever I, I know you're never like gonna try to push you know being uh, a youtuber or anything like that but what would you do if you had to like if you're in a similar situation where you were getting canceled i was getting canceled or you, low. Yeah. and that's the thing like i will issue a sincere an apology as i could muster and then they low. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And if that means I earn enough money, then back on the street. <laughs> back to the streets. No. <laughs> but, then I guess I'm couch surfing. I don't know. But like, yeah. I don't know. And I mean, I'm, I'm saying this as like a regular person who's never, or who's never had the, you know, I was never had a following. I never will. I never earned that money. I never will. But I feel like it just Watch as a. Three years from now, I'll get you party. Oh. Getting sponsorships. Getting sponsorships by getting canceled every month. Yeah. Uh, if it's if it's not Ray Shadow <laughs> Legends, I'm walking. I'm getting. No, it has to be Raycon. It has to be Raycon. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Ray Shadow Legends or Casper Mattress. I'm not. I'm not. What about Adam and Eve? Oh, I'll take Adam and Eve. I'm, I'm okay with some of these. Just just so, just so it's like a, just for the, you know, the meme of mm-hmm. getting of these sponsorships. Sorry, go ahead. I'll, you know, I'll never be in their place where technically i have that much to lose like i'm saying this as someone who <laughs> compared to them i have nothing to lose so i guess what they're trying to do is like they're just trying to save face but like trying to hold on to as much revenue <laughs> as possible but you know it, it's not working out like i mean it's you know i hate to bring him up but like shane dawson is just gonna disappear from the internet now forever yeah because because now even his fiance is getting canceled oh yeah it's because they're they're refusing to do anything to better themselves in a sense and they're really leading into that whole thing where they're siding with you know fucking satan at this point what satan in makeup okay i was like who i'm not saying that name i think i think he recently left a a video last week about leaving youtube or something like that no apparently his uh, assistant and his videographer are leaving oh okay apparently i I didn't i didn't watch oh wow i didn't watch it (laughs) i mean here's the thing they've all been like holed up in his mansion together shit's about to happen shit's bound to happen you want to get hold up and you know, you know, mansion, get, sure, and, and get hitched. 
<laughs> so um, in a mansion trying to love for each other where are you imagine in God, that mansion i would not want that to, 14 million dollar mansion i would not want to live in a mansion because one I'm the TV room. which one it's like yeah because you and i are both tiny also <laughs> so we're I'm in the garage <laughs> which one and it's like a, practically like a, a game of clue waiting to happen the only thing that we only have one of is a pool so like i'll meet you at the pool yeah like that's like the <laughs> meeting spot but i'll meet you at the louis vuitton bench yeah, as I already caught. Um, Joey said on the comments, temper tantrum will get big and get canceled. Oh. I hope not, but you know that I have to put out those fires. Because then me being like, I guess the quote unquote face with either me or Brandon, the face faces of uh, temper tantrum, we would have to like release the whole statement thing. Um, but even then, I think I, I feel like I feel like I would handle that better because yeah. I guess I've experienced what it's like to almost lose everything because of my ego. No, B Rock, if you were the face of both companies. We would lose. Would be canceled by now. Yeah, we would lose business immediately. We would not land these two clients that just came in through us because you know why? I talked to them. I was yeah, like, but, uh, "You want to be? You want to work with us?" Uh. Yeah, but I, I sent them the emails as MRI. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, going to the whole the whole canceled thing. Just I feel like going through that part of my life. I feel like a lot of it. I. I draw a lot of my lessons from the moment when I was in jail and I had to go through the system of like 52 weeks, everything and having to acknowledge and have to communicate, improve my communication in terms of, I guess, apologies and empathy. I feel like I do a pretty okay job or decent job. The thing is, you know, just thinking about all these celebrities or when they're, they're trying to do it, there's all, they're always being told what to do by the PR person or the lawyers and whatnot. And it's always, it always just seems to be the wrong move. Like they're just trying to cover their ass. Like, like that's essentially what Dobrik did for like the past few weeks. Like lawyers trying to cover their ass, trying to make sure, trying to make it go away, trying to make it go quiet instead of being on defense, instead of like, you know, instead of being on offense. And and he was going to lose his sponsors anyway. I think. So just own up to it. And I think like, the people are much more forgiving than they think. That's the thing. Like if you own up to it, people are more forgiving and, and, you know, obviously an apology video or any apology is never going to, you're always going to be, you're going to, there's always going to be two sides. They'll accept it. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be people that don't see it, that it's enough, you know, yeah. but do, doing that. People are much time, quicker to forget too. Yeah. Other than if you try to lie to them, you try to trick them. They're going to be, that just pisses people off even more. See what Jeffree Star used to be good. I can't believe I'm saying the name, but like what he used to be good at before, like, you know, people call out like some of like his past deeds or whatever. And then he'll sit there, he'll film like an apology video pretty much like acknowledge it somewhat and kind of give the illusion of, you know, like, yeah, I'm learning from it, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody loves him again. He's back, you know, he's back to selling out fucking makeup palettes, like, you know, every week. And then something else drops and he does the exact same thing up until I guess, you know, people have had it like, dude, how many times do you have to post the exact same apology video? Um, and then um, the worst one was him essentially gaslighting people saying there's, I mean, it's true. There are other there are bigger problems other than YouTube drama. Yeah. But at the same time, like using, like literally evoking Brianna Taylor's name, be like, Brianna Taylor never got justice, but you're still harping on me about this. It's like, first of all, you're the one sitting on your Versace couch. You gotta be, you gotta be sitting, yeah, you gotta be sitting on the floor. Lecturing people <laughs> that a lot of them have paid $52 a pop for a pallet, telling them that they're being dumb, that they're, they don't have their priorities straight. It's like, no, they gave you so much of their fucking money. They just need to know, are you that shitty of a person or not? Did you waste their time and money or not? Yeesh. I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going on with him, but yeah. 
So well, that's that, and that's his thing though. Like that's another kind of approach to like being canceled. It's just acting like you don't either. You know, laugh about it, and then you know, just kind of keep going because yeah. there will still be people that are going to stand you no matter what, which is yeah. mildly strange. But like you have the fans that you do have, yeah. and the thing is, but what he does, like you know, with him though, he has his own product. He can sponsor himself. Yeah, this podcast brought to you by Temper Tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> Booking at temper tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> booking t- temper tantrum booking at gmail.com. So I think that's the right one. But yeah, like, yeah, like the whole statement of like saying I'm learning from it. I'm like, yeah, you learn it, but yeah, like you can't learn it within two days. Like, how are you implementing it? Like mm-hmm. it's hard to show you're implementing a lesson. Yeah. Because it's like it's so it's such a it's an abstract thought. And this is the time for you to be actively tweeting about it, Instagram storying about it, Snapchatting about it. Like, yeah, like this is the time for you to be like, hey, I'm doing this now. I'm doing this now. I yeah, apologize like, to this person. Like, like I would say, like as like like man, I thought no one's gonna do worse than Logan Paul. But I mean, when in fact it's like the quote unquote nicest person on YouTube. Yeah, like that's the thing too. Like even though he he, he Logan Paul kind of made a mistake. I mean, he didn't make a mistake. It was he, and he acknowledged it and his apology. His whole was, mistake. Like no, like just so, like to show like. Like I've seen like his more recent stuff and it's definitely a lot better. He's still like that kind of like frat boy kind of in a sense, quote unquote douche. But like he, at least when he made that mistake, he obviously made his apology video. You know, he did the whole sad music, whatnot. But even then he took a, a one month hiatus from YouTube. He actually interviewed suicide survivors. He went on a one month, he created a documentary and even donated a million dollars to charity. Mm-hmm. So he did his best to at least... PR in a sense to show he's learning he's making an attempt to learn he's talking to survivors about it that's that shows that an attempt at least an attempt to learn in Until, inter- like no well, it, he, did, it, he didn't do anything that as bad as that but he's still he's still doing like, pretty like shitty like stuff but like nothing that bad i guess yeah like i mean in a sense he's learned because that's like in a sense what people want to see they want to see how you're learning like because like you know, like for me, I would, I don't know what I would, I'd probably enroll myself into a program to get some, to get some help. Or just get like a real PR person. Don't talk to a lawyer, talk to a PR person. No, that that's exactly what Dobrik's people did. Talking to lawyers. Both. Lawyers are not good PR people. Bo- they both. Did lawyers whole, need PR. So like the whole, like in general. Hire a better PR person. Hi, I'm available. So like uh, it's either way, it's both. Like if you've, you've, you've all these big people uh, who've, tried to cover their asses they probably had both a pr person and a lawyer we can't just assume that they only had they it's just them so like so they need a, a better pr person hi i'm here so no it's it, it yeah well they need, they need a pr person that actually knows them not just somebody getting paid to be like what do i do no i mean okay well in, in context i don't know anyone else but in context to dobrik dobrik's pr person knows him pretty well that so they like re- like well so the thing here again, it goes back to people trying to protect their own their own business assets because there's so much to lose from a mis- this mistake. The thing is, the people get so caught up in the business they forget about the hum- about being humans. They forget about the humanity of acknowledging because you know they, they focus too much on what they're going to lose instead of and the whole idea of being vulnerable and owning up to your mistakes is a lot scarier than trying to make it go away and making it shoe and spending money on it you know someone who has a lot of money you don't mind spending like a hundred thousand bucks three hundred thousand bucks to make a problem go away versus because actually saying it and owning up to it much harder so 
Well, and then it's also like it goes back to them actually having stuff to lose. Someone like me, I don't have anything to fucking lose. Like I cancel yeah, so, me. Yeah. So it, it again, it's it's different. It just because it was just, it's I don't know. Like it, it, again, like I, I'd say like a, a, a pretty Logan Paul, like not exactly the best, but in all all, but like he's I acknowledge that so, I know some people all like can change, and at least it, it, what he did, he did a pretty good PR campaign in what he, in the sense to show that he's aiming to understand what i th- i think just my opinion Dobrik should take that route and uh, do some sort of send some do some charity but for me speak now speaking for myself if i went through that i don't know if i had if hypothetically like if i if we got to that level i think one i would talk to the people first behind the camera mm-hmm. to because you know because i think that's one of the things a lot of people are people these internet personalities can exactly. they turn the camera on before they even pick up their phone and call the fucking person and give them a text. So talk to them. Uh, Second is like, you know, find uh, some sort of way to learn about it. Uh, Because when I discovered like my anger is getting into a problem, I I looked into anger management like for real, for real. So because, you know, it's one thing to say I'm learning from it. Yeah, that's true. But like, it's even better to have to, I'd say like even therapy is a better way to, to go about it and approaching like, you know, I don't know. These are just like my thoughts. And then I definitely like that. like, like the idea of, of reaching out to survivors about it just to hear their story, because it's one thing to like hear, or like to like hear about it from another person, but to actually have that person right in front of you and hear their story. It's like, it hits home, especially if you're coming from a, a space of openness and listening, you know? So, and I don't know probably be quiet for a bit uh, there's, a, there's you're just these are just ideas yeah i mean the, the the biggest thing you can do is to just dip from the internet for a bit i mean you still have enough money to pay your people keep paying your people like even though you're not like posting so yeah like uh, okay if you well, had I, a good enough accountant you will have oh. enough money to pay your people for a long time so uh, let's see what, what's joey saying this is all before right lp did it right on the video who's lp logan paul Oh, Logan Paul. Yeah. Did it right on. Yeah. Those were kind of uncovered. Yeah. Lawyers say, you can't say this. PR person says we need to say this. If you have a good PR person, they'll say that. Like they'll tell lawyers will, will tell you the things you can't say that could potentially incriminate you. PR purposes. Yeah. Cause we'll work around it. We'll try to work around it. Uh, plus you have to protect, protect the people under you. That's true. I'm not there in their shoes, but at least say I take responsibility as a leader and those who are in it, but the rest of my company, they're still great people. Whatever happens to them, hire them. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good way of approaching. Cause I know like, that's the thing. Some people who are affected by this or like the people responsible, they're mm-hmm. trying to use the angle of like, yeah, well I got people like work, people working under me. I got people to mouths to feed. This is why, like, they're trying not to acknowledge it. But even then, like, I, I, I'm a believer of taking responsibility. Like, I'm not saying it's your fault. Taking responsibility and being at fault is different. Like, taking ownership of what's happening and, like, because once you're taking responsibility, that means you can control of, like, how you act upon it. Yeah, taking responsibility, I think, shows that, one, you're wo- willing to be vulnerable to what's happening and... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I just interrupted my own thoughts because I feel like I'm rambling. But uh, yeah, I've, I've taken responsibility. I edit this live. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, taking responsibility it means that you're willing to be vulnerable to take the heat, even though it's not going to feel good. It's not going to be beneficial. And and even if that means you might lose. And uh, I think that's the thing. People are, are too for, too afraid to lose, especially when there's a lot on the line. 
Exactly. So, and I don't know how we got, I was trying, I was really trying to avoid this topic. <laughs> I wanted to let you lead tonight. And cause it's like, it, cause the way I look at him is like, I, I, view, I view a lot of like my friends, like I see the potential good in them, but it frustrates me when they do something stupid and they don't, and when they don't like acknowledge, acknowledge it. And then, you know, cause you know, you see the potential in some, in some of your friends and you know, it's their life. You can't yeah. you, you can't preach other on them otherwise they're gonna, they're gonna be like you're nagging or yeah I don't like here, here's the thing like I love my friends but like they know that I don't care enough to like preach to them it's just like all right you want a worse life for yourself go ahead yeah because because it, it's like the whole thing like the teacher will come once the te- students ready yeah and, and then, it's not like I have like you know any like right to speak on like hell I still live at home or whatever like I don't exactly have like I don't have it together but you know when I do see people like that are like doing quote unquote a little better than me and they're screwing it up for themselves it's like bro you have all this shit and you're screwing this up for yourself. But you know what? You do you, girl. I mean, like, just interesting- fuck up your own life. I'll be here. I mean, but it, I'm not going to stop you. That's an interesting thing, though. Like, where, when was it okay to just... I know some people would call that selling out on your friends because you know Letting they can them do better. Yeah, because like, their- yeah, when they're adults, then yes. Like When we're all in our 30s, yeah, let them fuck up. You're fucking 30. At the same time, like, what, when would it? When does it come to the point like where you should try to like step in and try to be that stand for them? Like, hey... Like, you know, almost like when people have a, I guess, in- intervention. Well, it's, like, it's not like I'm going to drop them as a friend. I'll keep checking in on them. But it's like, you know, like when I can tell that it's bad, bad, then yeah, I'll, I'll step in. I'll intervene with whatever I can do. Like, it's not like I haven't, like, not like I have anything to contribute or whatever. But like, I'll tell them, but like, I'll be honest, like, I'll be straight with you. I never thought this was a good idea. But, and if they I'll start going, then why didn't you stop me? I'm like, because you're 30, making your own fucking decisions. I'm not going to tell a 30-year-old what to do with their whole fucking life. Like, I'm not your mother. Like, you made this. You made your bed. Either you lay in it or you fix it or you get a different bed. That's a good point because it's it, it's people's, it's their life. They're, they're adults. Yeah. I kind of want to hop on this one, the random question thing we were talking about last night during the VP meeting well yeah what's often like anyone who's in the chat like what is romanticized that in modern culture that shouldn't be thank you so what is romanticized in in modern culture that should be yeah i was i was remembering questions wasn't my best like i have to reread a question like a million times before i actually like yeah okay so what was your answer what was my answer oh my god i'll give you my answer (laughs) go ahead oh so well my answer and bernie's answer would have been it's you know it's it's the whole hero worship of people in general but like for for me specifically in this country and like other countries now apparently where kind of like some sort of western values have kind of seeped over the the hero worship of police military and politicians like the people Uh, that are technically here to serve you that your tax money pays for you know like it's i have i have never seen a country fucking worship at the feet of fucking police like here and it's to the point that like you know this like weird hero worship of like police and military there's one to thank them for their service right there's one to thank them for their service to thank them for your freedom or whatever but there's but like it it gets to like some of them are pretty level-headed enough that like you know they're not like they're a lot of them a majority of them are like level-headed enough like veterans that can be like you know they don't go around asking for a veterans discount when somebody finds out they're better and they get the discount, they're grateful for it. But there's people and then there's there's uh, military spouses that take on the hero worship upon themselves. Like they 
they absorb that. They think they serve too. It's like, you know, when it's like there was a there was a story where this woman who was a military wife went to like an Applebee's or something and, you know, and they ordered couple couple like you know couple like couple orders of wine couple orders of margs whatever and you know the waitress charged them for everything obviously because they're people and they were like and in the tip line they put zero and they said i am i am a military spouse i serve too we should be eating for free for what we do for this country i'm like so you got married at 19 okay you got married at 19 and your husband got shipped off to a different country and now you're stuck with and now you're stuck with your spawn and you're only 24 okay like i'm obviously generalizing not all military women are like that yeah but you know it's give it's the one that really give military spouses military families like a bad name like dude not all military families are like that I mean, there was someone, you know, that came to my job when I was still working at the, when I was working on site and, and I was working a customer phase, the customer phasing side. And they were like, my husband is a veteran or like is active duty actually. And he's going to be in Guam or whatever for like a couple months. I was wondering, you know, like you had a discount for military, like including veterans and active duty. And I'm like, yeah. So, you know, in your family's case, it's going to be either a, mem- a couple's membership for you two, a whole family membership if you have kids, or a single adult membership for him because he's the one that benefits from it. He goes, what about me? I'm like, well, if it's just you, it's $81 a month. They go, is that with a discount? No. He's like, so he was like, well, I thought you had the discount. I'm like, oh, do you have um, paperwork that proves that you served or are currently serving? And he was like, no, it's my husband. I told you, are you dumb? I'm like, yeah, but I, did and she I told say you. that? Mm-hmm. Whoa! And I, and I was like, and I told you, I told you that we have the discount is for the benefit of the one who served or is currently serving. So if that's your husband, then he gets the discount. So he gets the discount for a solo membership for him. It applies for his family, and it applies for the both of you. That's so we can get a discounted couples membership that he doesn't have to use. Until it gets back from Guam, if you really, if you want to go that way, or you can get you know the regular Joe Schmo adult membership for yourself, and then upgrade to the discount couples membership when it gets back. And then she was like, "Well, don't you guys have babysitting?" I was like, "We do. Is it free for?" No, it's not. And he's like, "How much is it? It's five dollars for two hours per kid. That's a lot." I'm like, five dollars for two hours? Get the fuck yeah. out of here, man!" Right? Five dollars for two hours, and it's a whole like you've seen it. The whole fucking playground for five and there's an area depending on the age of the child there's an area there for like eight-year-olds do people know how do these people know how much the actual price of real babysitting is? i used to get paid five hundred dollars for a night damn just one night and it's not even like you know not even the whole day like it's literally just a night because they're going out and yeah. then they come back like at like you know midnight and then i go home i see five hundred dollars all i have to do and like these kids are good so i'm just like all right bedtime okay go right back I read a book to one of them. I rock this. I like, you know, I rock the baby to sleep and I'm done. And I'm asleep on their couch watching fucking Nick at night. So it's normally I wake up to fucking George Lopez. Yeah. So uh, Joy brought something up on the chat. Being social media famous or just fame in general. That's a pretty, pretty good point. I feel like. Yeah. It kind of like uh, goes into that whole like hero worship thing, right? Yeah. In a sense, like the, the whole idea of, I don't know. I, I think people have this really weird idea of what it's like to be famous people love the attention until they don't but here's my thing i'll call someone a hero when they're dead like that's you know that's a little cold but i mean 
if you know like what joey said like you know military people suggesting not to look at them in a, as a hero because they're just doing their job like that's it like these people were just doing their jobs you know like if they died doing their jobs depending on what it is then that's a hero if they were badly hurt doing their jobs that's a hero i also i was listening to npr like a couple weekends ago because my yeah. friend my friends and i listen to npr in the car when we're not listening to hilarious dungeons and dragons podcasts and this you know this this was like recorded early on and not even early on like it was recorded like months ago and this was a nurse in new york city saying that you know people are like saying that we're heroes and we're the frontline heroes blah 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 and they were like i wish they wouldn't say that because then that means that takes the responsibility off of the regular person to care about the rest of the rest of society mm, yeah in a sense so like if I we're could... seeing like you know if we're just like we'll leave it up to the heroes we'll leave it up to the nurses because the emts or whatever like, like i'm no, not a doctor it's not my job to protect you it's almost like the whole thing like if we had a superhuman society like they would get they would just be lazy and be like, oh, you know, Superman will save me or Spider-Man exactly. will save me. Like, you know, we could, then they get lazy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's almost like having super pure, super supers to just enable people's you know, laziness. To Iron Man will better. save me. Wait. Yeah. Because like, if there weren't heroes, I mean, to people. I mean, the, hero, the, hero, the, the idea of a hero is kind of like great. It's it's good to have people to look up to, to want to emulate. Because that's what, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's someone you look up to, someone that like goes above and beyond or whatever. These people are just doing their jobs. Yeah, I, th- I, that, I think that's the thing. Like uh, with the heroes, like they real heroes don't think they're heroes. Mm-hmm. They just view it as like they have a duty have a to fulfill. To with yeah, they just got a job to do. Yeah, like like the nurses, the the veterans, yeah. the cops. Like they just the good ones. A job to do the good cops. <laughs> like. It's it's like but the ones that who are these overinflated egos often are, and the you know are the not. ones that feed off of this like weird like hero worship so they think they're invincible and to a point yeah because like people are like you know people are they're still gonna be like fucking bootlickers out there they're, but they're cops they're just doing their jobs I'm like if their job involves killing people for no fucking reason then they need a different job description mm-hmm. they need to they need to reassess that job description because that's I don't think that should be in there. Yeah. So yeah, you know, going back to the whole the social media famous or just fame in general, same similar. Like where they, the thing is, like they're they're depending on the whole fame thing. It can be. It depends what it is if it's entertainment. You know, the whole entertainment aspect of fame is just like I mean, they do a good job, but it's over. Like they get the there's a, a huge imbalance of attention and I'd say glorification and yeah. also financial compensation on the entertainment end versus people yeah. working in the ed- educational sector. Like I would say like entertainment Talk then, to me about teachers. Now. Then the whole empowerment sec- mm-hmm. industry like self-help, the churches. Oh, I man. feel like mm-hmm. like that kind like though that industry they is still a billion dollar like oh I'm, I'm just yeah, throwing an, uh, an arbitrary number. They're still getting there and t- and say nice things to people. Or yeah, like like you know, like Tony Robbins and all that stuff, or whoever does self help. I mean, yeah, I'll, more power yeah. to them. But I'm just saying, simple, simply stating that they get paid more than the people who are educating the future, yeah. teachers and whatnot. Because it's and not the thing as is, if, the thing is, if teachers weren't so overworked and underpaid, they could actually be doing exactly that with along with educating them. And there yeah. are teachers that do that. They they there are teachers that you know on top of educating and like making sure they can take tests and like pass exams and all that. They also like empower them and be like you know and guide them or whatever. And that's technically not part of the job description. 
yeah, they're the in the sense have to be all three. They have to be entertaining mm-hmm. to the kids or to the yeah. students, empowering. And get, yeah, and have it, to sh- like shell out their own money for art material sometimes. Like yeah, so it's it's interesting. It makes me wonder, like, what our society would look like if we were kind of like praising the, the educators equally and as them. paying them as equally as because the entertainers. Because at the beginning of you know, like quarantine at the beginning of like Zoom school, everyone's like, yay for teachers. You're like, they should be getting paid more. <laughs> yeah. And then, then about and, it. And you we, as the parent actually kind of have power over the school. Yeah. And, and now fast forward to now, like motherfuckers protesting for schools to reopen. It's like y'all were happy about it before, you know. Well, yeah. Well, now they can't stand their kids. Well, also, I mean, it's, it's yeah. hard. Okay. I get it. It's hard. It's hard. You're it, working. It you're teaching. You have to teach yourself. Then your kid. I get that, it. That's I get pretty, it. It's that's hard. Super tough. It's hard. And like, you know, and then there's, you know, there are people that still look at school. There are still parents, like not a lot. Obviously not every parent does this. Not every parent does this. It'll fucking come for me. But just from my experience as someone who worked in early, early, like early childhood care slash education, because I had to take on some teacher duties for a little bit. Like literally some of them just literally look at school or like preschool or any sort of educational like place or like or facility or whatever as a glorified babysitter yeah and and again it's a very very minimal like amount of parents that do think that but you know and but like they're also the loudest ones so it's easy for other people who have never been parents or teachers or caregivers for kids to assume that people just think school is that parents only look at school as babysitting yeah i mean in a way it kind of is because like especially if you have to work then yeah, yeah like, obviously that's school because when in the beginning of the whole quarantine now quarantine thing like i had to like i was like i prepped everything i can to like i had to like somehow establish a rhythm for jordan to like to focus on school like when i when he was doing school here prior to like his mom go, getting to work remotely like he was literally sitting right next on my desk having to pay attention like, while i was working i would like yeah, and I, I would half listen to what the lesson is yeah so i so if I needed to help him with homework, mm-hmm. you know, like when uh, a good chunk of the time, what do you call it? And half the time I would like, Steph, his mom would correct my <laughs> terrible interpretation of it. Dad was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but dad said, no. Yeah, but, but yeah, he, he's a smart kid. He, he, the thing with him is like, he, God. he picks and up. Here's the thing, you lucked out. Listening. You lucked out. There, there are kids out there that, you know, are unable to learn like that. I'm not saying they're dumb. They're not. Well, There's no such thing as a dumb child. No. There's a dumb adult. Like they, they, they <laughs> as a result uh, of an un- poorly educated child. Like yeah, they, they just not change. They just don't learn like, that way. Yeah, he hates learning that way, and like the, the best time he's he, at least able to. Like yeah, like when he, he hates learns, it. <laughs> yeah, like he le- he likes it when we all when we do the lesson together. It's very involved. Yeah, like I had to like it, it was tough because like I had like when he was taking a break like because they would give him breaks i would still be working and mm-hmm. obviously i have my own break so i would try to be help him like it, you know it's just it was tough especially trying to like make sure that i'm trying to either edit a video do a meeting or whatever mm-hmm. it is but at the same time as a parent you're all you're, no matter what if they're in that same room you're always thinking about that, <laughs> making but sure are you are you learning yeah. are you learning son so yeah, the, I'd say for me, I think it's my from my perspective, I kind of like that he's being around like me and his mom more because you know I know I did not get some of my stupid idiot tendencies from my mom or dad. 
is probably from my stupid friend growing up. So actually, that might be even worse because it's from me. But yeah, I mean, the one thing I, I, I miss is just seeing him interact with other kids because the whole social aspect is so, I think, important. Social skills or learning how to be, you know, because he acts differently with mom and dad, which is much more outrageous. But yeah, do you want to start transitioning to the other uh, the WandaVision stuff? Yeah, you sure. Wanna, you have anything to say? Pay teachers Pay more. Teachers. Like if you're going to go back to school, I get it. I get it. I get it. You want your kids to go. Oh, here's the thing. And he, and I, I'm, making, I'm, I'm making that mistake right now. People are like, I want my kids to go back to school. No, your kids have been in school. They just haven't been in a building. Yeah. You want your kids back in the building and out of the house. Yeah. They've been back in school, like it or not, whether you want to acknowledge that or not, they've been in school. Yeah. Like they've been learning this whole time or at least trying to learn. And you've hopefully been helping, helping or whatever, because a teacher can only do so much through a fucking camera. Yeah. And even with like now, like on like, you know, what's to go in the building? Like how's helping a kid going to work? Like if, especially for like, you know, there are kids that like have a harder time, but don't want the rest of the class to know, but like want to pull a teacher aside and ask them like, Hey, help me with this one. I like mean, in hushed tones. Like, how can you, exp- how can you like do that now? Do they have the, can, can teachers not be that up close to a student? Anymore? Yeah. It, and it's, it's crazy too. Cause like well, Jordan straight up told me and his mom, like he did, he hates zoom school. Like he was like, he was just mad and just frustrated and over it. Totally get and it. Then, and then he, we asked him like, how come? And it's like, just too many kids like just oh, talking at the same like time talking at the same time you can't hear and, and you know like and obviously like he's in front of a screen well i know his ass is on fucking youtube because you know what as you would too i would be too if the, if the lesson Especially, was had engaging. i been his age now had i been a child now yeah i'd be on youtube yeah like i mean because i, I mean i'm on youtube while i'm working like because that's like and that's the thing too like he he's because i i know when he's engaged like if he's watching a youtube tutorial like if oh, we're yeah. in, in it, well, he'll watch it. Uh-huh. So that's the thing. Like these and lessons he, aren't exactly engaging. And he won't say anything unless it's over. <laughs> yeah. So, and, that, and yeah, that's the thing with, uh, I shout out to the teachers who are taking, taking the, an extra mile and making their, their friggin' zoom class every mm-hmm. day, like a friggin' liar, like a, a zoom, Mr. Rogers or mm-hmm. making it into a friggin' hard, dude. that cause you're, you are pretty much a, a one person, live action like live show <laughs> live, live action. action live action show. It, yeah. it's hard enough to command attention in person like especially for you know kids their age and like younger it's hard enough to command their attention in person but like it's a little easier because you're like hey you like oh, you can literally you can, be like put them in timeout like how would you put a child in timeout they're already in their room hit, hit him with a chair i'm just kidding. we're not going that, back to that's that a, that's a call back to our previous episode <laughs> we're not going back to wrestlemania <laughs> daycare but yeah like it, it's it's a lot harder to command the attention of a child who has the who now has access to the, the internet, internet at the same time at the same time like you know kids are smarter than you think they can shift tabs they can have two screens on at the same time like, yeah shit you and jordan when either mm. me or his mom walk in and he fucking and he just like flips tabs. tabs so quick i'm like uh-huh <laughs> Attaboy. Like don't don't you don't play that game. I know this game. I know what you're trying to do. I wasn't like the the like the one time like he like gets like fully caught. Like if he doesn't if he doesn't do it quick enough, to be like you're getting rusty. I mean, you're that's, getting that's, slow. I mean, that's one thing I'm trying to learn. I, was, I, I read this article earlier about like trying like trying not to argue with kids and like there's I haven't read it f- like fully. I kind of skimmed through it because like it's a it's a common West like uh, I guess Western society thing to like argue with their kids. Also Asian. 
and Asians. Yes, you're right. Like, it, it, and I'm trying to like, f- like find a way to avoid that and like somehow like, because it doesn't, for me, it just doesn't feel good. Like I, it, because it, then it's like, I'm bossy and I just don't like, like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel, the, the end result just doesn't feel good. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure it out. I have, I have no idea how I got there, but yeah. But yeah something so you, about your, something about your child being, uh, being pretty quick at uh, switching tabs over. Oh yeah. There, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, and you know, like, and you know, and cause I, I guess most kids would expect to be reprimanded for that. Like, I'm pretty sure he expects to be reprimanded for that. And that's like, why he got quick with it. So like, and, and that's the thing, like I want to eventually like give him, I want, I under understand the importance of autonomy for him because then he gets to discover himself like his own control it's his life his body his decisions but i also want him to understand the importance of like you're in this the, the school game right now if you want to go to the next level you got to get this done so and then i feel like you know he understanding of the consequences of not doing it because i for me after you know, about like you know like you know this I, youtuber this whole youtube thing is just kind of technically for fun right now but if you want this to be your thing at least finish high school like i mean like i don't even know if he's trying to be a, he just wants to do it for, it's fun at right. least yeah, i mean at least like for right now but like what if he develops the bug i mean I'll, i'm shoot i'm gonna let him which you're gonna be very supportive of whatever passion he's, he finds i'm gonna be supportive of but at the same time since he's in the game of school i he just do the Balancing. fucking work yeah well, yeah, it's hard to explain the um, whole like concept of balance to a child because they just want to do one thing. They, they, they like to do what's fun. Yeah, that's the th- that's the thing. And childhood I, should be fun. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe like the whole doing it together. He seems to thrive and enjoy things and the homework when we're doing it together. Even well, yeah, at least like, there's that. At least you have that. Like some kids just don't want to do homework at all because like me because homework bullshit i mean for for zoom school everything's homework so yeah i'll yeah. do it because that's a school work oh my god and the amount of homework they get oh my on top of the regular god. school work. i feel like the school the, the amount they're getting is the stuff they should be getting from school at school yeah yeah and then the homework on top and then there's like other homework on top of it too right yeah yeah it's a lot i, I think I, that's I, that's you know i, I don't um, remember ever getting this much when yeah. i was a kid i don't know if it's like the te- the teacher's individual decision or if it's like the school or like school districts, like, you know, this is what you're going to do. I think, and that's the thing thing with like, at least in American schools, it's mm-hmm. so focused on the, like, not that academics, but like hitting the whole, like, I guess the, what the quota of like making sure like the certain grades, certain, making sure certain yeah. number of kids get a certain number of grades. Yeah. Cause then that determines a certain amount of funding, which is mm-hmm. I think entirely fucking bullshit. Cause not everyone's going to be like, you know, and the thing is, and, and here's the thing though the success of some schools like some students in some schools heavily depend on the funding so it's kind of like a vicious cycle the high school my, like the schools that my my younger brother went to like here you know it's kind of a very it was it's a it's an affluent mostly white town and you know these these schools just you know pretty much give out chromebooks and like fucking ipads and they have a robotics team and that sounds like jordan's school <laughs> exactly and and again like that area in los angeles is pretty well to do yeah. so yeah so Nowadays, they yeah. well also like and like you know but you also told me that like you know the arts are not being funded so therefore the parents funded the arts yeah the, the parents at the the pta actually like came together for that i was like holy yeah. shit so not only That's... do they have good enough funding from the like from the city or the school district or whatever in the government they also have funding from the parents themselves so the parents a, are from what i've noticed are pretty active and like yeah which i really well that's also a good thing yeah because uh, it also helps like the, a lot of the parents are also or if you you've seen some of them like are pretty are are, are artists are currently and still in bands that <laughs> my god when you told me that i was like they were just in brooklyn 
Yeah. So, it was, <laughs> so like, I didn't know who they were until I, yeah, but it, it's until you cool. told me, and I was like, his parents, and I'm like, are they music producers? Are they, are they, oh. look at them? And then some of them are, are like, they're in the creative scent side in terms of like TV producers, or uh, I forgot. One of them was, uh, I think, an, uh, a former pro- a producer for Buffy back in the day. And he was telling the kids about it. He was, oh, speaking of which, career day. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's what you don't get to have now, career day. Yeah. Oh, they're still doing it. But like Zoom, true. Do you break dance? And- I don't know. I'm going to gonna tell them like either this or this. I have a feeling they're going to tell me about the dancing. I can't. Well, oh, yeah, because that's what they picked the last time. Yeah. I mean, if anything, I can show them the temper tantrum stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that way you don't have to break dance in front of them. You just be like, share your screen. Yeah. It's just, it's just not me dancing. Yeah. Okay. You're in it like I direct them. They're like, what's their act? <laughs> I'm kidding. They're not dumb. I think we're going to end it here, everyone. So I appreciate everyone who listened, who, who's listening, who's watching on the YouTube and on Twitch. And if you guys like it, whoever, wherever you're watching this on YouTube or wherever, make sure you hit like, subscribe, share this with friends who you think might enjoy it. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a nice positive review. And if you don't like it, leave us a positive review. <laughs> and uh, shouts out or else shouts out to everyone who was on chat shouts out to Diego Neff B-Rock who's been here the Jax whole time Jax who was here earlier so I appreciate you guys hope you guys are enjoying you guys enjoyed the live stream of the podcast and those of you guys who are listening join us for the podcast we would love for you guys to be there and we can chat so with that we'll see you guys in the next episode of Awkward Tea Party or I'll see you guys on you know K-pop church this Sunday <laughs> Yes. Don't so, forget to wear your Sunday best, aka uh, sweatpants. <laughs> so uh, appreciate you guys, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs>